Chapter Thirty of Anessi on Crimes and Punishments by Cesare Beccaria, translated by Edward Duncan Ingraham. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Carolyn. Chapter Thirty, of Prosecution and Prescription the proofs of the crime being obtained and the certainty of it determined it is necessary to allow the criminal time and means for his justification but a time so short as not to diminish that promptitude of punishment which as we have shown is one of the most powerful means of preventing crimes a mistaken humanity may object to the shortness of the time but the force of the objection will vanish if we consider that the danger of the innocent increases with the defects of the legislation the time for inquiry and for justification should be fixed by the laws and not by the judge who in that case would become legislator with regard to atrocious crimes which are long remembered when they are once proved if the criminal have fled no time should be allowed but in less considerable and more obscure crimes a time should be fixed after which the delinquent should be no longer uncertain of his fate for in the latter case the length of time in which the crime is almost forgotten prevents the example of impunity and allows the criminal to amend and become a better member of society general principles will here be sufficient it being impossible to fix precisely the limits of time for any given legislation or for any society in any particular circumstance i shall only add that in a nation willing to prove the utility of moderate punishment laws which according to the nature of the crime increase or diminish the time of inquiry and justification considering the imprisonment or the voluntary exile of the criminal as a part of the punishment will form an easy division of a small number of mild punishments for a great number of crimes but it must be observed the time for inquiry and justification should not increase in direct proportion to the atrocities of crimes for the probability of such crimes having been committed is inversely as their atrociousness therefore the time for inquiring ought in some cases to be diminished and that for justification increased at vice versa this may appear to contradict what i have said above namely that equal punishments may be decreed by unequal crimes by considering the time allowed the criminal or the prison as a punishment in order to explain this idea i shall divide crimes into two classes the first comprehends homicide and all greater crimes the second crimes of an inferior degree this distinction is founded in human nature 
the preservation of life is a natural right the preservation of property is a right of society the motives that induce men to shake off the natural sentiments of compassion which must be destroyed before great crimes can be committed are much less in number than those by which from the natural desire of being happy they are instigated to violate a right which is not founded in the heart of man but is the work of society the different degrees of probability in these two classes require that they should be regulated on different principles in the greatest crimes as they are less frequent and the probability of the innocence of the accused being greater the time allowed him for his justification should be greater and the time of inquiry less for by hastening the definite sentence the flattering hopes of impunity are destroyed which are more dangerous as the crime is more atrocious on the contrary in crimes of less importance the probability of the innocence being less the time of inquiry should be greater and that of justification less as impunity is not so dangerous but this division of crimes into two classes should not be admitted if the consequences of impunity were in proportion to the probability of the crime it should be considered that a person accused whose guilt or innocence is not determined for want of proof may be again imprisoned for the same crime and be subject to a new trial if fresh evidence arises within the time fixed this is in my opinion the best method of providing at the same time for the security and liberty of the subject without favouring one at the expense of the other which may easily happen since both these blessings the unalienable and equal patrimony of every citizen are liable to be invaded the one by open or disguised despotism and the other by tumultuous and popular anarchy End of chapter 30